Hello there, my name is Bryce Remsberg. I'm the Chikara Director of Fun, and whenever I'm on the internet, you better believe your bottom dollar, I'm listening to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Booyah! All right, we're live. Finally, uh, for 2019, we have our first live show. Um, I know we say it was going to start a little bit earlier, but hey, you know, there's issues. That was Ashley, my fault. That was my no, fault. It's, not your, it's not your fault. Twitter <laughs> uh, YouTube actually did put out an announcement today that they were having some problems and people uh, stay patient. But And we stay patient, but we officially do have our first live stream interview show of 2019. I'm very excited for this one because this is somebody I've really been wanting to talk to. First of all, we introduced the guest. Um, I'm here with my guy, Hill Will Mahoney. How you doing, brother? How's it going, man? Great to be starting out the 2019 season of the Big Gold Belt with our first guest and a first time ever director of fun on the Ooh, show. That's right. Yeah. Bryce. I, should, I, it's, I forgot it was video. I should I should look better for you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Rosberg, everybody. How's it going, buddy? Fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's a great day in the neighborhood. Everything's going wonderfully. Uh, got a little late start, partially my fault. Real life interceded, but now we're here. We're big gold belting. <laughs> All roads are leading to Silver Spring, Maryland on January 25th. It's a lot of excitement in the air today, guys. Right on, right on. So you are, yes, you are the world's most entertaining referee. And maybe just person, period, if you ask me. Because, like... <laughs> top, top 500. Top 500 referees. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Senior senior referee for Chikar and a director of fun. What what does that title mean? I I have oh, I think I, I've had I, my I, own impression, but you I tell us. A, I have a little wand that I direct fun with. Um, <laughs> I get I get paid in fun dollars. Uh, I'm supposed to wear lots of colors. I guess that's fun, and it's kind of like a um, it's a less conventional term for commissioner or okay. uh, general manager, as they say on Monday Night Raw. So uh, it's 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 a souped up version of that for for the Chikara world, uh, but yeah, kind of you know get to make a few more decisions than I used to when I was just senior official, uh, and sometimes I, I based on where the my mood that day and you know uh, I, I put a lot of stock in manners. A lot of the Rudos in Chikara don't use pleases and thank yous. That doesn't get you very far under my directorship. <laughs> Putting the hammer down like a good that's, father does. That's right. That's right. Now, if if I can have like my ultimate wish of all time, and like truly, I mean this. Like, if if you were employed at Chick Fil A in any mm-hmm. location, it'll be the happiest day of my life. Like yeah, my favorite I, food, my favorite person, with I'd be all the funniness. All the perks. Win 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 win. <laughs> you get the chicken sandwiches and you get Sunday. I mean, oh my gosh, the waffle for? fries! I, oh man, I, you'd have to roll me out of there if I worked in Chick-fil-A. That'd be trouble. That would be trouble, guys. Uh, but no, I, 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 I don't not yet. But I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll put in a good word. Uh, <laughs> 
I have to say, so in preparation for the show, um, I listened to other shows and read interviews and stuff like that. And and the one thing that so maybe maybe I was a little naive about, but I, I somebody referred to you as a character, and I'm thinking to myself, like, no, that's just totally him. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's a persona or anything. So who you are is who you are. That that's where I'm at with it. So, but to call yeah. your character would be completely false, right? Yeah, no, there's there's a I am probably the the most uh, a lot of people say, you know, like the rock is Dwayne Johnson turned up to 11 or whatever. Like I'm pretty much across the board. Bryce Remsburg, you know, I I, uh, look exactly the same. I think I'm the only one on the Chicago roster with the exception of maybe Rory Gulak that has the same name on his driver's license. I, uh, you know, don't have to wear too crazy of clothes to to, to, to come to the events. I'm a, a pretty pretty what you see is what you get type of guy, not only in Shakar and most all of my, you know, I'm an excitable guy. I overreact sometimes in life and in the ring once in a while. Uh, when I do commentary and shriek and freak out, those are usually real reactions. Uh, and I think a lot of people that may know me would agree. Uh, I, I, I watch my language at Chikara once in a while, once in a while, and I'm amongst friends. A naughty word slips out of my mouth, but never, never when the cameras are on a Jakar. For the most part, what you see is what you get. So yes, uh, m- maybe a, maybe a slight caricature, caric, caric, caricature, caricature. Thank you, yeah. uh, but not a character. Bryce with a little bit of extra spice thrown in, just yeah, for yeah. a little, a little bit of seasoning, if you will. A dash, just a dash. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> so I mean, you have a really healthy career. Um, I do have noted that you've started in uh, March of two thousand and two. Fast forward, this is seventeen years later. Oh boy! Which is equivalent to nineteen seasons in Chikar. Yeah, we're about to start twentieth season. I've yeah. been there since day one. I started training at Chikar before it even opened. I was, you know, training for something that did not yet exist. So if you can imagine, you know, like. Someone signs shows up at the Ring of Honor dojo or whatever. They they have a something they're working towards. Yeah. Me, me joining the Chicago Wrestle Factory was just you know trust in Quackenbush and Reckless Youth and their bodies of work and what they would come to create. But there was no Chikara in existence when I joined. Uh, yeah. So I was just kind of like you know a wing and a prayer and believing in what it would become. And I'm very proud of what it's become. There's been mm-hmm. ups and downs, but you know, as you said, 17 years later, a few hairs on my head later, uh, I'm, uh, I'm still here and we're about to start our 20th season uh, in just a couple weeks, actually about a month away on a February 10th, we're having an event called national pro wrestling day, right. which is right here in my new hometown of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I moved over the summer. It's a beautiful, amazing venue, completely free. We're raising money for a mental, uh, wellness facility here in town. Uh, very exciting times, and uh, yeah, season twenty. We're uh, returning to Pittsburgh for the first time in sixteen years. We're returning to Chicago. A couple more travel things on the horizon, but there, there's a lot going on under uh, it's season twenty of Chikara. Yes, man. It, does the does the years that do you feel it at all? Uh, I feel like we we try to like make this break between the season finale and the season premiere. And sometimes it's you know six or seven weeks, sometimes eight or nine weeks. This year I think it was nine weeks, and it's it already feels like it's it's already half over. It's already blown by. Like it just we're we're getting back on this this roller coaster again. And uh, there's there's only uh, four of us left that have been there through all nineteen seasons. Uh, myself, Mike, Icarus, and Hollow Wicked. And wow. uh, once in a while, sometimes at the anniversary uh, anniversario event in May or at the beginning of the season, we just kind of look at each other and we're like, well. 
here we are. Here we, here we go again. You know, it's, it's like riding a really fun bike, and I guess I have to drive it now. Uh, but, but no, no complaints. You know, it's 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 exciting to see like the new crop of guys. There's a very young uh, roster. There's been a bit of a, like a, a rebuilding year. A lot of guys we had went on to greener, more, more wonderful pastures, such as uh, Drew Gulak and Heidi Loveless, and uh, of course Cesaro and Sarah Del Rey, and on and on and on. Uh, but th there's there's a very uh, I think two thirds or three quarters of our roster has less than two years professional experience. A lot of them nice. are finding their footing as characters and as wrestlers. It's really rewarding to work with them. Uh, let them kind of throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Uh, and yeah, it's exciting times. It's, it's fun. And, and, and there are some days they make me feel young, you know, it's a <laughs> way more energy and excitement. You know, some, some days I'm a little tired or, you know, I had a rough night with, you know, staying up with my son or whatever, and I'm getting to, to, to work, which is Chikara, which is work, and feeling a little bit bedraggled or out of it. But like, they're, they're, they, they've got that, you know, year one pizzazz. They're all about it. They're excited to be there. There's a whole crew of, of guys and girls that aren't even on shows yet. And just, you know, seeing, watching them learn and helping them where I can, it's, it's all very rewarding and exciting. So yes, it, it is, uh, the, 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 the scenery has changed, but the view is still beautiful. Yeah. I would think that's got to be a lot of fun, especially like since you've been there from the beginning. So you got to be part of like molding Chikara into like what it is and what it's, you know, all the various stages it's gone through over the years to still get that like spark with at least like, you know, the new talent that comes through. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not a lot of guys are in the same company for that huge a chunk of time. No, so that's I, like, that's pretty a unique experience. I thought I deserved a gold watch after 15 years. Okay, it's all good. A, a big gold watch, I would say. Right. Cool is a big gold. Uh, but no, it is. It's it's exciting. It's rewarding. It it, it makes it it their excitement and and uh, you know lack of knowledge in some ways, but but helping to teach them and mold them is is very 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 rewarding. Yes, definitely. Cool. So, I, I guess my question is, considering what you were venturing to. Um, 17 odd years ago um, when when did it become you I, I like to think that upon taking a leap of faith that maybe there's some type of there's a persona and there's a focus and seriousness and tone that needs to be set which is you know all of who you're not as a person period because you're very open and free and you know you have a good time but when you're you're starting a business you know and, and you, you, you're working along with somebody such as Mike Quackenbush and, and the the genius IQ who he is, when when did the transition saying like, okay, we laid the foundation good enough now and you became this phenomenal of who you, this phenom of who you are now? Oh my goodness, you're making me blush. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think uh, it, it took me maybe, you know, two or three years to get comfortable in my own refereeing skin. Uh, be, you know, going, venturing to different places, you know, traveling to Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Chicago and wherever, you know, trying to just get in the car and go anywhere I can and losing piles of money and losing hours of sleep and okay. missing birthdays and all that stuff. Everyone says, like, I did that really hard for about two or three years. And I think when I got to be about three years and I started to get comfortable and that I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that for the world. Like I was in college then I, I missed, 
you know, all the frat parties and all the, you know, I didn't really have any friends in college because I was gone every weekend. I was, you know, missing final exams because I was out on the road mm. refereeing for Terry Funk in Indiana in a snowstorm. Like, mm. that was more important to me at the time. That's true. That Understandably more so. Yeah, right, right. I, I, I don't know if I do that today, but I definitely, you know, I, I, th- th- those were my friends. Those The, the first cl- class of Chikara guys, they're my college buddies, you know. I, I went to their weddings and they were at my wedding and all that stuff. Like, they'll be my lives forever. So I think once I... I'd say about three years or so. I got comfortable in my own skin. I, I had, you know, referee just about every match there was to match. Referee at once. I, I started to like start a little more fun with it. Uh, when I was two years into wrestling, I also helped form a sketch comedy troupe in Philadelphia. So that was like a kind of an extension of being goofy. Uh, we work a little. We would work a little more blue. Uh, but you know that that performance aspect of getting comfortable on stage. I you know it all kind of happened symbiotically and together i'd say about 2005 or six is when i was really hustling and doing you know 80 90 100 shows a year which i've Mm -hmm. slowed down considerably since then but when i was really like on the move and three four five shows a week like crazy uh that's 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 when that's when the i found it i think and uh haven't looked back since who who would you say is your or who or what will be your biggest motivation in taking such a leap of faith so you know the the standard college sort of say outline is to go to high school go to college you went to temple right i did i did i, I got a, yeah, so you, I, have a, I have a communications degree from temple i graduated in 2005 yeah i think that i you know even at the age of i've been in wrestling since i was seven or eight i think even at that age you hear you would hear stories about you know you never want to be the person that wonders what if and there was a good time to get involved when I was 19, when I didn't have a wife or a kid yeah. mm-hmm. or a college degree or a job, really. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like let's 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 jump on this ride and see where it takes me. And it's mm-hmm. taken me to 31 states and six countries, and mm. you know, lifelong friends and lifelong experiences. And you know, I sell T-shirts with my name on it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> People buy pictures with my face on it. Like what <laughs> in the world? Like that's even saying that is it's hard. To, it's it yeah. makes me weird to say it out loud uh but it's taken me all kinds of great and cool places and i'm, I'm so glad I, I i took that chance on myself um and you know now i'm a little older i've slowed down a little bit but just mm-hmm. seeing people grow you know i can look up and down the wwe and nxt rosters and be like yep referee for him referee for her mm-hmm. referee her like fourth match referee is like i refereed seth rollins like third match mm-hmm. like, it's just wow. weird you know when he started i was already three or four years in and now he's like king of the world you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, and just the, the, the guys I still am in contact with today, and and like luckily, like like good for them. Like they're talented; they deserve that stage. They deserve that 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 those that money, and they deserve to have kids buying dolls of them. Like it's the best. It's 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 so fascinating to see all that happen. Uh, so yeah, it's a uh, wouldn't wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I I just think it takes a lot of courage. Um, considering you did step out of the the norm or the mode. And at a very good college at at um at that, and yeah. um, I did finish. I did to be. I, yeah, I, that that was kind of the deal with my parents. Go try this thing, but we're gonna help pay for college. And you're gonna finish college. And I did. I finished college in four years. Cool. Uh, that that was that, that, that. I never lost focus of that. So this was sort of a degree. vigilant a vigilant move in you know, um in in investing in yourself, sort of say going outside of college. Yeah. You know, okay. Sure. Okay. It, it, like today, like you know. My real job pays the bills, <laughs> keeps right. the lights on, <laughs> yeah. keeps keeps the, keeps my son in daycare. Yeah, yeah, uh, it brings yeah. me back. 
in my life. My <laughs> wrestling job doesn't quite pay the bills, but it's a right. fun little side hobby. And that's kind of, I, I was working for a few years to find that balance. Good. Uh, when Good. I didn't have a job and all the responsibilities, I was able to give way more of my time and myself to wrestling to make, you know, many nights, zero dollars, yeah. basically losing money. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. that I'm, 36 and have these responsibilities and i you know the balance is a little more in the middle between uh pleasure and i don't i mean i like my job but you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. right right it's a yeah, balance we all have as it strike. is yeah absolutely right, right. like did, yep. don't you wish you could do this podcast forever like this could be your, your gig like this could be your, sure of course i just <laughs> that's not the way the world works exactly uh, and, but yeah. it's okay it's okay. We get we get to come do this. We get to put our I get to put my referee stripes on. I get to put my director of fun hat on once in a while. You know, I get that social media has made it so much better and more accessible. You know, listening to podcasts, doing podcasts, interacting with fans like on yep. Twitter every day, just like that. Like that's that's really rewarding. Yeah. Uh, some silly thought comes in my head, and a bunch of strangers like it on Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to my grandmother. You know, fifteen years ago, she she's like, "What's Twitter? What's computer?" Like it's it's come so so far, and it's more more accessible than ever before. We're so yeah. so so lucky to live in this age where there's so many choices for such great wrestling in 2019. You know, there's mm-hmm. just so many options. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've, you know, regarded a lot of my wrestling around. Is it something for my friend? Is it something that is, uh, you know, a, 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 something that I believe in, a, a cause or something that I believe in? Or like somebody that's doing something different and taking an adventure? And that's one of the reasons that I'm so excited about the uh, Flying V Theater event on uh, January 25th. I've, I've, not, I've not met Jason in person that I can remember. I've never been to the Flying V Theater, but like... Two people that I know went to bat for him. Like, you know, this guy's a good guy. And he explained to me his vision. He explained what he's doing. Uh, and it's exciting. It's interesting to me. I have, I've done some work in theaters. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see this. Like, no offense to them, but I've done a thousand indie wrestling shows in VFWs. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, with yep. big, big empty rooms. And, and they're great. And that's all well and good. But I've done a thousand of them. I've never done a show at a theater. Like yeah. see, uh, put on by a theater company in a theater, and that's very exciting to me. I also have, you know, I've I haven't refereed in the state of Maryland in like eight or nine years. That's cool to me. Um, I've only, you know, the only stuff in the greater DC area I've done is for Nova. Um, it, it's exciting to get back down there. That's like a part of the the country I don't get to visit very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a cool lineup. He's got an amazing, you know, group of talent re- ready for this thing, and it, it's something different. It's it's. Jason, as far as I can tell, seems like a guy that if he believes in something, he's going to make something happen. And I want to be on that ride with him. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what becomes of it. And he's, you know, very easy to work with. The, the, the guys, that got two people whose opinions I value greatly said nice things about him. That's good enough for me. Let's give it a shot. You know, um, anybody that's looking to push the, not boundaries, but like the norms of what we know of independent wrestling, there's like, there's such a blank palette out there. There's such a blank canvas and there's so many colors to color with. And a lot of indies choose to paint with the same batch of colors. Not that Mm -hmm. they're wrong, uh, but that's something that I like a lot about Chikara. Like it's different. We we Mm -hmm. were doing intergender wrestling in 2002. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we have different species wrestling people, men wrestling women, you know, all all kinds of ridiculous ice cream cones, fighting ants, like anything you can imagine. (laughs) Like it goes on a Chikara and like, Long-time Chikara followers don't even bat an eye because that's just how it is. Yeah. So, like, anybody that's looking to shake things up a little bit, get a little weird, get a little creative, and try something new and exciting, I'm on board for it. I'm all about it. Um, in the last two weeks, I did a um, 
a t-shirt company put on a punk show with the, with wrestling at it in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which was sold out. Uh, GCW put on a iPay-Per-View in Asbury Park with PCO's last indie match, sold out. And then just this past weekend, I was in Minneapolis, back-to-back uh, burlesque wrestling, uh, wrestling bands. Dillinger 4 played. Um, there were... Um, uh, Great Sasuke was there. David Arquette wrestled one night. Like <laughs> these are the last four indie shows I've done, and they've all four been sold out. They've all four been different in no way, and they've all four been, like create like you know not massive companies money behind them. Just like mm-hmm. dudes trying to put on a fun thing that they believe in, and fans that luckily believe in it. And like that's the vibe I get out of this Flying V event, and I'm I'm really excited to to just you know see what it becomes, and just you know. If it becomes this amazing thing, say I've been there since day one. And if not, it can be something that Jason said he tried once. But apparently it's already half sold out. It's well on its way to being a cool thing. And I'm looking forward to it. It's weird that you say you never met him. And um, that I can confirm that because I asked him as well, too. But you speak so thoroughly about him. That is just like spot on about like majority of that. Almost all of it if, without even fat checking. Listen. But. If I gotta take a day off work, it's gotta be for a good reason. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I hear I hear good things. I got a good I got the, ve- the venue is nice. The venue is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the, looking the, forward to it. I'm the location and everything. The, the, the ring will be on the stage. He's um he's so I, I did a video too. If you actually want to see um I like the whole how the venue looks and everything, but he's setting it up so that it's in the center of the um of the theater room and he's building a walkway stage area um and it has the catwalk above it it has the um it has the corner lights looking down into it he's getting like a laser show set up for it and everything <laughs> production yeah i, yeah, I mean the, D, the djz interest alone is just going to be worth this money period from everything yeah. i'm hearing yeah, so he, he was my roommate this past week in Minneapolis. DJZ and I were talking about it. Yeah, oh, for real? Oh, that's yeah, awesome. He's another dude. Like, I'm pretty sure I ref like his second match in Pittsburgh oh, for... in 2003 or four. Yeah, he's nice. a great guy. He's 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 amazing talent. He's a great guy. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. He's gonna be part of it. I, I I left him on Sunday night. I was headed to the airport. I said, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Like, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna. We're gonna hang in Silver Spring in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's Silver Spring. You guys, will be, at, you guys will be at the show. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Can't wait. Yeah, hopefully we'll talk to DJ Z well, next the week. How, how, oh, cool, awesome! You should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how big's the theater? Oh, it's, it's like the the whole building itself, or just the theater room? Uh, where the where the where the wrestling will be, I guess. The the whole the the venue's called the Black Box. It's it's a huge building. The building's okay. is huge. It has about four or five um floors. Um, it will have its own floor for talent to hang down in. Two full dress rooms with like. Bathroom showers, um, um, what do you yeah. what do you call those things? Nice. Vanity lights, like <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 legit. That's why, like, um, part of the things you were saying, I was talking to him. I was like, dude, you, we should do a video about this because I don't think people understand like how nice this venue are. A lot of people are thinking it, it could just be a hole in the wall. I mean, granted, when you talk other Maryland promotions, and they'd be in far other way far areas and they just be in these you know these random locations like sure. it, it, warehouse it, space and all yeah. that kind of stuff oh, i know oh, i know yeah. I've, been, yeah. I've been there the, yeah, the, the norm that you would expect for like indie wrestling sure. I mean, yeah. this is like yeah. right downtown so that's yeah. going to be really cool it's not, oh that's it's cool not, it's a friday night too which is cool people oh there's a concert here. there's a there's a concert hall across the street from it dave and buster's next door it's it's prime location it's the real deal so right. it's, 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 it's it. 
it would be good. I'll shoot you the video for sure, so you can just get a yeah, visual. Of it. It's really what, nice. What's the capacity of the black box theater? Um, it so the ticket capacity is 150, but I'm the okay. place can probably fill a zillion more than that. I mean, that's just sure. in that room alone, and there's a catwalk. There's a um, there's a like a revolving um room above it, so that you know talent can look down onto the ring as well too. So there's a whole floor where the production crew and stuff will be at, and again, there's two other layers under that. So it's 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 nice. It's definitely nice. You have some fun for sure. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up too, and I'm assuming one of the people that you said gave a, oh, we lose him. Uh oh. He was breaking up there for a second, but oh darn it! We'll we'll fix that. Um, but yeah, just just while we're on a quick break, just to um, draw in that information, we are talking about the fight or flight um, flying V show, which is going to be Friday, January twenty fifth. Doors is at seven thirty. Bell times at eight o'clock. This is going to be at the Silver Spring Black Box. Um, tickets are twenty. Front row are gone. Um, half of the tickets are sold out too, so you definitely want to make sure you get a chance to um, get tickets for the all gone. This is um, you can get more information at theflyingvtheater.com. Um, at Flying V Theater on Twitter, also as well. Um, you can see people such as DJ Z, Logan Easton, Larue, Hollow Wicked, and Frightmare, Kimberly, Brittany Blake, Samantha Heights, um, Alexander James, Oppressor Pro, um. Rock City's Most Wanted, Killian McMurphy, and Isaiah Frazier, and more and more to come. Um, we are here talking with Bryce Winsberg, who might have just got disconnected. Uh, we were experiencing a little bit of YouTube issues earlier, um, but we will see, see if we this. can get him back in here. Because I got I to gotta hear about that David Arquette match from over the weekend with <laughs> That the, the photos alone on Bryce's uh, Twitter of that uh, of their meeting is uh, amazing enough. That David Arquette's making the rounds of all the indies in the from the Midwest to the West Coast. That whole story for for 20, 2018, now going into twenty nineteen is is out there. Yeah, yeah God, Bryce has his hands and everything. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, emphasizing Hap starting a career since um, 2002 uh, and Jakar um, being um, a lot of people's starting grounds till they moved on to um, to to other things is, you know, a lot of household names have been through there. People such as CM Punk, Absolutely. Um, Kevin Owens, like you said, Cesaro's been through. Um, uh, Ruby Riot. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, then, and still, there's a lot of other hot names right now too. But the the, the one thing I like to say that that um that draws me to Jakar is the reason why I watch wrestling. I am big on characters, and as much as I like the athleticisms in the ring and the storyline, I definitely like the fun um, that's that happens within it as well too. So, um, considering that Jakar is all about. Um, fun and basically with no limitations on what you may see or happen in the ring. Um, it's always um, it's 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 always a good show. And then they also do really really profound tournaments as well. Like the King of Trios is something really yes. big that a lot of people a lot of people participate in um, yearly. Um, um, it's it's again they just do a lot of um good and exciting events and even now you can already see that a bunch of events have already been announced coming for next year um and they do have the one um 
charity event that's going to be coming up uh, in Lancaster, PA, which is going to be on February 10th, which is um, Shakar's National Pro Day Wrestling, uh, which they will be donating uh, proceeds uh, um, or raising proceeds to an event. So, um, okay, so he, he was going to be joining back in one second. Um, <laughs> He did have uh, he did have the application crash, so uh, the same will push as you get back the, in. The, the darn technology bugs today between YouTube crashing earlier and uh, too too much happening in the online world of wrestling today. The the interwebs cannot handle it apparently. That's right, you know. Um, and 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 I, I don't think that Google's focal point is providing a good infrastructure for YouTube, which is why a lot of this stuff be happening. A lot of people don't use it nowadays. It's definitely, it's definitely something I'm about to take my time with and try to figure out uh, different options um, as far as uh, working with this as well. Uh, for anybody who may just be tuning in, we are we have special guest Bryce Winsberg. He is the senior official, the director of fun. He is the world's most entertaining referee with us today. Um, you may see him at Chakar frequently as he um, Chakar makes their way into their nineteenth season, um, and um, he will be coming locally to our area for promotion Flying V, which is a fight or flight, which is coming January twenty fifth on uh, Friday. Again, um, all that information and tickets can be found at flyingv.com. Um, something else I was about to bring you too. When you think about nineteen seasons or something like of, of of something, there's not even that many television shows that last that long. No, very few, very yeah. few. I mean that that's a lot of reinvention. That's a lot of having like a lot of people coming and going and having to rebuild talent rosters. I mean that's remarkable. There are not a lot of indie groups out there that keep keep it together that long. Mm-hmm. That's 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 remarkable in and of itself, and then. For, for Bryce to be you know involved since day one and mm-hmm. still a part of it. I mean, that that that's that's remarkable just on on his end of things when you get people, you know, moving around all over the place or people having fallen outs or mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, that's 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 just something you don't find in, in wrestling too often. Yeah, in the sense of um and, and you know, um in the sense of people maybe uh again like running out of ideas or just you know desiring different um just speaks a lot about the promotion itself to keep somebody as talented as him um around around for so long considering how the landscape of wrestling have changed from over the years for them to still uh be able to stay relevant and still putting out prominent talent um out on the scene um speaks a lot and again, and I think a part of it is because of the fact they are they were ahead of the curve in the first place. So look who's here! Ta-da! <laughs> I, bl- I blame YouTube again. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I always agree with World in a Crash. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, we're, we're we good. never we're throw good. the guests under the bus. <laughs> why, why, <laughs> blame technology. <laughs> why yeah, yeah, gone? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it did. It did speak. Um, it it did generate a few questions that I was thinking about as well too. Um, for okay. the first thing I want to talk about is as you refer to you to them. As your first generation of um, talent from your car, can you speak about the relationship you had with these people over the years and how you guys have maintained not only just a relationship or friendship throughout these years, but also um, still completely heartly and full heartly um, investing in your car? Sure. I think it's a, 
it's like, you know, guys you went to first grade with or kindergarten with that you're still, you know, you grew up with. They're in your same class in 11th and 12th grade. Then you go to college with them and stuff. Like, <laughs> you've seen them grow up as professionals, as mm -hmm. people. Uh, you know, they, they, they meet a new girl. They start dating. They get engaged. They get married. Now some of them have kids. Like, come through all that together. Yeah. Um, uh, just to, to see them evolve and now what they do, you know, like Hollow Wicked's a guy that's an amazing professional wrestler. He'll also be in Silver Spring on the 20th. Mm -hmm. um, a fellow Gen 1 original, a guy that was at my wedding and I was at his wedding. And, you know, um, it, to, to see what he's become and he's just still somehow under the radar and unheralded yeah. talent, doesn't get the props he deserves. Uh, but now he's a trainer at the Wrestle Factory and he's got a, a, a presence and a re everybody that walked through that door of the Wrestle Factory has a respect for Hollow Wicked, myself included. Uh, and it's just interesting to, to see like what we've all become and what 17 years of this has done to us as to our 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 bodies our minds the way we treat people the way we react like we we, we have all got the chikara in us and uh it's it's again it's 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 amazing to have guys like that i don't i don't have those college buddies but i have icarus and i have hollow wicked and i have mike and I have ultramantis and jigsaw and eddie kingston who are all gen one originals like they'll be in my lives forever even if i don't see them in the locker room we still keep tabs on each other we still check right in every on. now and again grand akuma is another guy Right on. Yeah, oh, sure. I, I, I I firmly agree with you with Hollow Wicked as being somebody very underrated. Um, oh, yeah. I, I know from the matches I've watched, um, I haven't seen a bad one. No, um, he, can, he's, he's, he has great matches with every opponent. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking about 2019, looking to like scoop up indie guys wherever, like he'd be the first guy on my list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if we'll, we'll say something to that. Oh, it might, it might've been your question. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know Will was going to bring something up. That's right. Oh, we, we got to hear about the adventures this past recently, I guess this weekend or whatever it was in Minneapolis with David Arquette. Oh, David Arquette <laughs> is the man. I will not allow anybody to say one untoward word about David Arquette. <laughs> uh, this guy knows he's not the world's greatest wrestler, understands mm. he's entering someone else's world. Walked, walks in, shakes everyone's hand, watched the rest of the show, watches the matches he wasn't in, the way he talked and treated to the fans, unparalleled. The line for his um, meet and greet was ridiculously long. And unfortunately, it wasn't moving fast because he was stopping, asking everyone their name, uh, having little conversations there where you paid money to meet him. And the line just wasn't moving because he was giving everybody this like pleasant, <laughs> amazing experience. He was getting his picture taken with everyone. He, he tried to buy one of the great Sasuke shirts. The great Sasuke <laughs> would not let him pay for it. He insisted on giving it to him just... Top of the line, respectful, amazing human being. Uh, he was also nervous because his. this is something I've been on a million wrestling shows. Something has never happened. I've never been in the locker room with someone that was nervous because their sister was up for a Golden Globe Award that night. <laughs> David Arquette's sister, Patricia, was nominated for a Golden Globe Award on Sunday night. And every time he, when he, you know, he was checking his phone, waiting for a text, or he was following along to see if his sister won. Turns out she did. Very exciting. Uh, he won his match in Minneapolis. She won her Golden Globe in Los Angeles. Big night for the Arquette fan. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> a situation that may never be replicated never. in pro wrestling again. Never, ever, ever. He, um, Break the he, internet. He messaged me. He, uh, he, or he, uh, he tweeted at me and said, you know, thanks, you did a great job. And I told my wife, I'm just like, listen. Print this out, put it on the fridge. It's all downhill from here, baby. Like we, we, we did it. 
We did it. Right, right up there along with that photo you got of him and Colt and you. Oh, right up there yeah, on yeah, totally, Twitter. right? I mean, I, I see a picture. I'm like, my God, the man's got abs. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> he, he's, he's he is 40, taking this 40, so seriously. 49 or 50 years old. Like, he, he, he knows his shortcomings. He knows he's not, you know, he hasn't put the years in and has the experience that Cabana might have, but he, he he's aware of it. He, he has an open mind. Like, he's great. He's great. I don't know how much it costs to book him, but it's worth every penny. He's the man. People, people were so excited to meet him. They were so excited for him to come out. And he, he legitimately gave everyone his time and his, with a smile on his face. After the show was over, he went out to the, the restaurant and the bar and hung out with everybody, the fans, the locker rooms. Mm. Could not have been cooler. He was getting his picture taken with everyone. Like That's something I kind of feel in my older age. Like there's a There's a period of wrestling where it's like, if you get your picture taken with people, like you're kind of like, a mark or a nerd <laughs> and like now that i'm older i'm like no man i want to have these experiences forever i want to look back yeah. this forever so like now i do it a little bit yeah um my battery thing is flashing on my laptop so we're not done i just, just want to let you know i'm i'm, I'm we, we're okay for now okay <laughs> but if something happens suddenly i'll do i, I might not be right back Technology okay. strikes again. Let's get I know, through. I'm telling you, I'm the worst. I, I, I'm sorry. I swear I'm the worst technology. <laughs> we'll, keep moving. we'll keep it moving. It's all yeah. Um, let's just another. Okay. One quick question with this. Now, we, we, we talked about the flying, but you, we talked about Jason. What advice would you give somebody considering all the experience you have over the years? What advice would you give to somebody that's just starting a promotion? Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, be realistic. I actually talked to Jason about this. This is, this is a very good question. Um, set realistic expectations. Don't overload your budget. Uh, if you have this crazy all-star indie show the first time, people are going to expect that every time, and it's, mm. it's not a sustainable business model. Uh, so, you know. Find something that makes you different, that makes you stick out. Check. He's done that. Uh, you know, mix in some local talented guys with some people that you're bringing in from out of town to get some attention on the check. check. Have cool graphics and posters. Check. check. He's, on, he's mm -hmm. on with that. Um, have it in an easily known, accessible place. I've not been to Silver Spring, but it sounds like very, the theater. Very much check. Great. Big check. For this area, it's the, it's a good spot. A right, great. right, right, right. He He's not like already – he doesn't already have like his second show booked two weeks later. Great. I would advise everyone, do one, get it under your belt, go home, have a good night's sleep, drink it in, take <laughs> yeah. a week or so, reflect, yep. and then think about if, not when, if right. you want to have a second event. Mm -hmm. If the answer is yes, then start talking about when. It doesn't have to be soon, but I think that, you know, I initially started talking to Jason in the middle of November. The event's not till the end of January. Great. I think, <laughs> especially for a first event, three months is at the minimum of a lead up to properly execute it. Yep, yep. Seems like he's on the right track. He's releasing a new thing every couple days, which keeps people talking about it. Great idea. Like, again, seems like we're on the right track here. You know, uh, January is not when I would have my first show uh, because the wind, you know, the weather is an uncontrollable force, yep. but there's nothing any, any of us can do about that. We can yeah, talk about that all day. Yeah. We're not going to change anything about it. It yeah. is what it is. It sounds like it's going to be a great success. I look very forward to it. I hope it's the first of many. Okay. It sounds like he's not going to try to run every single month. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, he's doing right things, but he, he already has something behind it. He has a whole theater company and their fans. Mm -hmm. um, there's a good uh, opportunity for a crossover audience. Yep. People that may have never seen wrestling may come to their show to the first time because they're fans of what the Flying V does. Great. That's a yep. built-in thing in a built-in town where his name has equity. His theater has equity. Like. All, all boxes are checking. Let's let's do it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more.
Um, so every time I watch a match and you're involved with, I just always just get shot because I just never know what you're going to do. I literally <laughs> was watching something on YouTube earlier, um, about a time where, um, you had counted two and you were told that it was the three. <laughs> it was like, yeah. okay, yeah, it's the three then. Bring the bell. <laughs> those, those, those were the early days of Chikara where it was kind of like, what can we do that's maybe not, uh, let's be a little different. Uh, what's never been done before? Really never done before. <laughs> that is the absolute be, funniest thing ever. We, oh my god! Haven't done that. it to be fair, but yeah, yeah, that that's the thing that happened. <laughs> is there a time that you actually genuinely shocked yourself and just could not like you? You just couldn't believe you did such a foolish thing. Uh, sometimes I, I listen back to my voice, or I'm a little stuffed up now, but I'm doing commentary and I hear myself like I didn't realize I could shriek that high. I didn't realize I could. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't make that noise come out of me if I had tried, but you know, ricocheted it to double moonsault. That's the noise that came out. I don't know. What are you for? <laughs> it was a real reaction. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. It was not planned. It was not preordained. No, that's no. Emotion. Sure. That that's where all the best wrestling stuff comes from, man. Like all the all some of the best promos you can ever think of. There, there's real emotion. There's something real behind that. That makes it all count a little more. Yeah. You know, like Jason really believes in this thing. He's willing it to work. It's gonna work. It's gonna yeah. be fine. Uh, what's 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 the cool stuff to do in Silver Spring? Where's the haps? Any good local local breweries, local establishments? You know, I try to try to experience the town wherever I go. Yeah, I'll, oh, I got you. I'll take. I'll I'll definitely take care of you with that. Okay, yeah, I'll get you a whole <laughs> list of stuff for sure. Um, my next question is: Have you ever worked a match where maybe the people or the um the wrestlers within the match had no clue? Who you, your style, so to say, and just uh, completely thrown off. Yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I try, I, I try to, to be respectful of my, of the space that I'm in. Like if I'm, you know, in a, in a place for the first time or refing for someone for the first time, you know, maybe we'll, we'll go at it from a four or a five to start once they, and then once they, you know, get the hang of it, uh, it's sometimes I've gone places, you know, for the first time and someone after is like, whoa, like. Is it always like that? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of always like that. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, that, that has happened before. And I just, again, tried to be respectful and mindful of my surroundings and not embarrass anyone and not make any put anyone out or make them feel weird. Yeah. Uh, but, but it has happened before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, Will, you have anything? I got like one more. Let me think here. I got, okay. If you, if you traveled all the way to referee a Terry Funk match, okay, yeah, I got to hear. I mean, I mean that we're talking one of the all time greats. We're talking, we're talking obviously a man that has seen it all 80 times over in his life. He's got Easily. no, he has no, uh, I forget what it is. Something like it's like cartilage or tissue in one of his butt cheeks. And uh, he, I don't know why he was talking about this, but he was just, you know, holding court in the locker room. And someone was like, let's see it. And he was like, all right. And he pulled it out and showed everyone. I was like, well, there's Terry Funk's butt cheek. <laughs> uh, uh, one time, Bushwhacker Luke was telling stories about Andre the Giant's farts at Ring of Honor in New York City in the locker room. Mm. And there's literally, it was like, it was like preschool. People were sitting on the floor, crisscross applesauce, just <laughs> listening to this Bushwhacker Luke tell Andre the Giant fart stories. And that was, you know, probably 12 years ago, and I'm still talking about it. He's, he's, he's you know, he's... To go from like being a wrestling fan to like thinking what it was like to like get into a ring for the first time, and now like that's something I get to do on a regular basis. Like it's crazy. It's I'm 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 the luckiest dude in the world. 
I'm, I'm not taking bumps. I'm not getting hurt. You know, God willing, I can referee if I, you know, take care of myself till I'm 50 or 60, you know, like mm-hmm. it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm the luckiest dude in the world. I've gotten to travel all these wonderful places, meet all these wonderful people, have all these wonderful fans, sell pictures of my face on it for whatever reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you even have a wrestling buddy. I mean, that, I is, that the, is that the only referee wrestling buddy? Out there. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, <laughs> the the dog tries to eat it, so it's not so cool. It doesn't make me doesn't really give me status in the house. The dog thinks it's a huge toy here, so she constantly take it away from her. And I take it away from her, she thinks we're playing a game. And I'm like, no, we're not playing a game. I just don't want you to ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> so you you've dedicated so much of your life towards wrestling, um, and and you know helping being a, a pioneer within a, a really res- well respected. Um, promotion in shikar work traveling all over the world working your 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 day job um and so on but when it's down when it's time for you to decompress when 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 the jokes aren't rolling and you're just you're just chilling back how do you spend your time i I like i like a good documentary i like to watch a good documentary okay i like to uh i like uh, trying reasonably uh Hoppy uh, craft beer. I like to go, like travel. Okay. Something I like to travel new places. Uh, minor league baseball. Okay. I'm I'm a big fan of things that are um, people that kind of share the same headspace as pro wrestling. That like are maybe like a little bit off center or weird. Like there's a puppet theater in my town now, or like mm-hmm. roller derby or sketch mm-hmm. comedy or or odd artists. Um, just like I'm a fan of of like you know. Like you said, when I was 19, something made me go, like, I should pursue this. Like, people that have given their lives or a great part of their lives, their time, their energy, their money, or whatever, to something that is not, you know, high on society's list of yeah, cool things yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of respect for that. I, You know, uh, people in, like, bands, you know, indie bands, or like, whatever. Like, you're going and doing a thing that you believe in. Yep. You're not making them, you know, people that are making zines or, you know, flea markets even whatever it is like like things things that are that are of the off center i'm a, I'm a big fan of things like that yeah. and uh, I, I you know why drink a bud light when you can drink this cool craft beer that somebody worked really hard on making right up the street yeah so you know what yeah. i mean like yeah that, that, that's that sort of stuff so for yeah. sure and you're right in the center of it being in uh, Pennsylvania. Tons of breweries out yeah, there. No, there's there's literally a really cool one like three blocks from my new yeah. house. I gotta temper myself here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I get you uh, recommendations for that once you yeah, enter the no, area. I, I, try, I, I, I try to I try to never eat it like when traveling for wrestling. Try to never eat at chain restaurants or chain. Things. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, McDonald's anywhere. Like where, yeah. where's, where where's like the cool hip whatever just even if even though i don't like it at least i tried it you know yeah. came into a, a smaller town and gave them my money or local business whatever like right that, you know i try to avoid starbucks and stuff on the road <laughs> i know, like this guy for a reason yeah yeah plenty of options in silver spring for the yep. flying v show with that in that neighborhood yep yep so i know we're running low on time and that's pretty much all i have um will did you have anything or any other Closing question we want to get in. No, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm liking everything we, we got to talk about. I wanted to yeah. keep this one kind of kind of open-ended and it, it flow I think it flows perfectly into the flying V show coming up because we're gonna have coming from Chikara, I mean that's one of the most unique federations there's ever been. And I'm really excited that Jason's trying to start up something totally unique, something totally not just the norm of doing another indie wrestling show in our area. 
that is trying to do something out of the box in a different venue with a different look, with a different feel, with a lot of character-driven stuff. So I'm yep. really excited about Friday, January 25th up in Silver Spring. I think it's going to be a real interesting, unique experience that I think a lot of us don't even quite know what we're getting into yet. I know, right? I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. We're, we're all, a lot of speculation going on here about it, but I'm ready for it. Just thinking about the fact that I get two of my favorite uh, referees in the same building, Chris Chris Sharp and um, and uh, Bryce Rinsberg. There you go. That's, that's going to be a good time. But um, we do thank Bryce for uh, being on the show tonight. And um, you can find uh, all of his social media information, which is going to be under the description here. Um, and and again, we, we thank him for coming on. And all again, for all the information for Jakar, definitely check out JakarPro.com, JakarPro on Twitter, but Flying V. Um, it's going to be on Twitter at Flying V Theater and www.flyingvtheater.com for um, information there. So, again, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for everyone who's listening, and we will catch you guys next week.